catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know. Heading into this Thursday morning, September 29th, I'm Elliot Trito, and this is The Point from WUFT News. As Hurricane Ian has been downgraded to a tropical storm, millions of Floridians are without power. This can cause refrigerated and frozen food to be affected. I spoke with Keith Schneider, a professor in the Department of Food Sciences and Human Nutrition at the University of Florida, about how to avoid food poisoning during a hurricane. So Keith, what common mistakes do people make when the power goes out? Well, one of the first things is just not being prepared, right? So for those who haven't been around hurricanes or lived in Florida for a very long time, they're not used to the power going out. The unknown portion of, you know, how, how long is it before my, uh, my power is going to come back on leads to them, you know, trying to figure out what they're going to do with everything in their refrigerator and their freezers. So one thing they tend to do is, again, check on it. So they'll, be, they'll open the door and they'll kind of let the um, you know, warm air in and let the cool air out. And that reduces the potential shelf life for any food in there. So one of the first things, if the power goes out, is one, not to uh, immediately jump into the refrigerator or freezer and make sure everything's okay. Because again, the light's not going to come on. The food is still going to be there. Uh, and the only thing you're going to be doing is letting that food spoil a little bit quicker. If you leave it closed, you're going to have about four hours where that temperature is going to start warming up. And at that point, you're going to get to a temperature that's going to start exceeding about 40 degrees. And at that point, bacteria are going to start growing. And once those things start to grow, two things happen. One, the food's going to spoil, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Two, what's going to end up happening is pathogens that may be present can start to multiply. And once they start multiplying, they can reach a, a level at which the likelihood of coming down with a foodborne illness is going to go up. The important thing is, is that one, you can't see them. Two, you can't smell them. Uh, and the whole idea is to keep them as cool as long as possible. So one, don't open your refrigerator. Two, if you prepared ahead of time, you can take out things in the refrigerator that should be frozen or could be frozen. If the power goes out, a frozen food can last up to basically 48 hours before the freezer becomes potentially an area where bacteria can grow. Next one, you, again, you, you want to kind of stick to that four hour time period. Some foods can last longer. Uh, but it gets to a point where then you have to start making decisions. You can cross-contaminate. So if you look at the recommendations from all the food safety experts out there, you know, people like the Centers for Disease Control Prevention, the CDC, they want to go with the most conservative estimate, which is that four-hour time period where things are starting to going to go south quickly. And at that point, they'd rather you just throw the food out concentrate on the food that's in your pantry, all the shelf-stable food that you might have. If you're prepared, you have a, a pantry that's stocked and ready to go. What would you recommend putting in your hurricane kit? Things like bottled water, just in case um, there's a problem with the water supply. Stock up on those non-perishable foods. And again, if you have a hurricane kit, some of those non-perishables can last for years. But even canned food has a two to four year shelf life on it. Again, if you have an electric can opener, make sure you have a manual one so you're able to open the can. People sometimes forget about that. If you have an electric one, you're kind of out of luck. Prior to that, if again, if you have an ice maker, uh, you can start stockpiling ice. If you have blue ice, put that in the freezer. Having a cooler with blue ice or even just bag ice uh, is going to be uh, an advantageous just in case the power goes out and you do, you know, you don't think the power is going to be coming back in that four hour window that we've talked about. You can transfer all that stuff to a cooler and then get an, another several hours out of it. So about a week out, which is typically the time period that we have, you start, one, making sure that you're well-provisioned. Two, 
you start making plans for the power to go out, maybe stock up or start freezing, even, you know, bottles of water, blue ice, things that, things that you can stock your cooler with. If you don't have a, a full freezer, think about putting some ice uh, bags of ice in the, in the freezer. Full freezer is going to last about twice as long. So if you have half a freezer full of food, fill it up with ice, uh, you'll get, you get 48 hours out of it then. What should someone do if someone gets sick with a foodborne illness? So prevention is probably the best thing. You don't want to get a foodborne illness. But if you do, you come down with what the classic symptoms would be gastroenteritis, that nausea, vomiting. You need to stay hydrated. That's one thing you don't want to do. The, the vast majority of these things like staph poisoning, which is from an organism known as Staphylococcus aureus. Uh, if you get staph poisoning, the only real issue you're going to have other than feeling miserable for several days is dehydration. So again, as part of your provisions, you know, maybe you're stocking up on things like Gatorade and that's always a good thing to have. Again, shelf stable, not only is it uh, hydration, but it also has some other things that, uh, again, going to help you out. That was Professor Keith Schneider from the University of Florida about how to avoid catching foodborne illnesses during a hurricane. Now, let's catch you up on the latest stories from around the state. The impacts of Hurricane Ian undoubtedly caused extensive infrastructure damage, likely deaths, sparked some looting, and resulted in the activation of a countywide curfew as of 6 p.m. in Lee County yesterday. According to WGCU's Michael Braun, Lee County Manager Roger DeJulea alluded to the loss of power for 80% of FPNL customers in the county and 75% of LCEC customers. Frustrating the situation, he said, was the fact that no crews from any entity, county government, law enforcement, or utilities could get out to check. Additionally, there will be no concerted rescue efforts until the storm has ultimately passed and conditions are safe. Governor Ron DeSantis said Hurricane Ian will be in the top five worst hurricanes ever to hit Florida. According to WUFT News' Jordan Ray Ramos, at a 540 press conference yesterday, DeSantis said there were 1.1 million power outages across Florida. Still, that number has since increased to 1.7 million outages, according to PowerOutage.us. About 42,000 linemen across the state are ready to help restore power once the storm has passed. Several counties in Florida, including Clay, Flagler, Nassau, St. John's, Putnam, and Sumter, have received evacuation warnings, according to the governor. Over 250 aircraft, 600 vehicles, and 300 boats are ready to be deployed for rescue with 200 boats on standby. They plan on searching for people who need assistance by land, sea, and air. Insurance Commissioner David Altmaier yesterday issued an emergency order that will temporarily prevent property insurers from dropping customers in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. According to the News Service of Florida's Jim Sounders and Mike Exline, the order will suspend cancellations or non-renewals of policies for two months. The order said between September 28th and November 28th, 2022. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest stories into your inbox Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information or follow us on social media. I'm Elliot Trito, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Stay safe, everyone.